welcome back to another episode of In Depth. My name is Luke Hardecker and I'm a surf coach at Ombi. If you're new to Ombi, we take a look at surfing from the perspective of ocean, mind, body and equipment. This week, I want to talk to you about One More Wave. And there's a whole learning experience around One More Wave where you may be letting yourself down. You may be on the edge of a light bulb moment. And the idea of thinking, I've got one good wave and I can head in now and I've ticked my box. I want to give you a pattern interrupter and I want to try and, when you do something good, not to head in and to stay out there and to try and cement a learning experience. I'm going to break that down. To understand this experience and what I'm talking about, I want to try and ask you a couple questions. And that's, do you sometimes think back on a surf? And do you think it was great because you at least had that one good wave? Or do you sometimes bob around thinking, I'll just get one more wave and head in. But then what do you do when you get that one really good wave and you do something really good? Or what do you do if you never end up finding it? Or do you go out and do one thing and say, yep, that's it. It won't get any better, so I'm going in now, and you cut your session short. I have a really small gripe with this. One more wave or ending a surf in this fashion. But we've all done this at one point or another, including me. And what I want you to do, I want to introduce you to a pattern interrupter. Something that's meant to make you stop, think about what you're doing, and think, should I paddle in, or am I on the verge of a light bulb moment here. So what I'm talking about here is this whole learning experience and sometimes by going in and saying, that was great, I'm happy with that one good wave, you're doing yourself a massive disservice and you're negating a vital learning experience where if you've done something good, you wanna capitalize on that. And if on that one last wave, you did something really good, and I mean like you've done something new or different, and it made you go, yep, that was good, then why paddle in? You've just done something that you may have been working towards in your surfing. And if you go in, you're selling it for it being just a brief glimpse, something you could do, something you could be really better at. But instead, I want you to use that last one good wave as motivation, something that makes you think, maybe I paddle back out or go get one on the inside and try that again. So I don't want you to think, just nail one little thing, one good wave and be happy with that. If you've done something that new, something you've never felt before, something that you've been working towards, something that feels good, cement it, do it again. So there's a point to this. And that's in that moment, you've done something really good. And like I just said, I want you to cement that feeling and you need to make it match natural in your surfing. So that means you need to go and do it again. And that's it. Build the muscle memory, do it again, and ask questions. I don't want you to paddle in and lose that learning experience. This this learning experience is easier to understand and explain if we take surfing out of the equation. We take out the surf, what the crowd's doing, and just look at it from the learning experience. If you suddenly have a light bulb moment, or you experience something that may lead you to a breakthrough, you need to go back and attempt it again and again. If you're doing something in the skate park, you moved slightly better, you tried something new, and it made you stop and think, or you felt something new or different, you'd probably wanna try that again. If I was coaching you face to face, 
I'd pull you aside and ask you, what just happened? What did you feel? What did it feel like? Was that a new feeling? Was it better? And finally, do you want to go and do it again? The last one is just more of a challenge and reverse psychology I say to people to make them want to try and do something again. It's not to push them and make them feel uncomfortable. It's about making them feel comfortable to want to try something. So I ask you to do that to yourself. Find a way to do it. If you can do it after these moments and ask yourself those questions, it's a huge win in improving your surfing or even just anything that you're trying. In the skate park, you'd then be excited to go back and try this again and again. And I see this all the time coaching people. There's serious excitement and the only way they'll make the breakthrough in their skating is if they do this over and over, trying to feel it, understand it and create some muscle memory. They're sitting there and saying to me, one more run, one more run. That's all they want to do. They just want to keep trying and figuring out they know they're close. But in surfing, we don't do that. And if they walk away, you're just going to chalk this up as an odd experience and nothing that's gained. Taking this back to surfing then can be really frustrating. It's not as easy as doing another run in the skate park, sitting in a golf driving range and repeating things over and over. You have the crowd and the conditions to contend to, let alone your own fatigue. So it's not so easy. I get it. We've, we've all been there. We know what the issues are, but we've still got to try. We can't just head in and say, that was great. I spent two hours doing nothing, but I got one wave, so it's okay. That one wave was something good. That was something new. Go back out and try and do it again. Find a way. Get an insider. It doesn't matter. I don't want this to be putting you off. I want you to be motivated. I want you to think something just happened. I need to go back and try and recreate that again and again. That's the whole purpose. But then what if you fail at recreating this? And failure is going to be inevitable and that's okay. When trying to recapture that feeling... Time after time, it's going to happen. Expect it, acknowledge it, and just get on with it. If you fail to recapture or recreate that experience, it's still a massive learning experience. You will be forced to think, why couldn't I do it? Or what was different? It becomes less about blaming the waves or making excuses for yourself and more about trying to figure it out. So if you think about that, you're going to fail at trying to recapture it because maybe it was just a freak one-off thing that you weren't thinking about, but you just did something right. So going out and failing, failing forwards, learning, if you can't fail, you can't learn, you're going to start asking serious questions about how to redo something, which is going to help you understand the differences between each attempt. But the whole goal of this is to cement that learning experience. So if you do find yourself finding success and recreating that experience, I want you to do one of two things, depending on where you're at and what you're trying to do. First, just do it again and again and again until you're tired. Do it till you get sick of it. Do it till you're ready to go in and feel like I've had a big crack at this and I'm happy to go in now. I feel like I've had a breakthrough. But do stop at the point where stress of you not getting it might come in. Don't make yourself stressed. Don't add that to your surfing. As always, when you're not stressed, you move better. Second, if that feeling or that movement is starting to become easier 
and you're doing it over and over seems a bit too simple, start tweaking it. Start making the micro adjustments and try to mix it up. Level up that learning experience and now try making changes. Do one little thing that could make it better. The reality of all this is that it takes most of us adults huge amounts of repetitions to cement something to muscle memory. It's going to take time. But when you've done something good and you're in the zone, there's no better time to do it. So going in for and saying, that's my surf done, I've had my one good wave, you're kind of limiting that experience. You're not ever going to be able to take hold of it and learn something and learn it at a rate that you're happy with. So I don't want you to give up and feel like you've had a win. I want you to go back out and do it again and again and cement it. That's really exciting. When you feel something new and you feel like you're getting it, it's a whole different ball game than just having that one good wave and paddling in. When we think about our surfing and we're fighting the conditions, some days they're good, some days they're bad, some days the waves work with us, some days they feel like they're working against us. So who is to say when you're going to have these breakthroughs or light bulb moments next? When is it going to happen next? If you have a good wave, take advantage of it. Recapture it. So I want you to use this as a pattern interrupter. And you've had a really good wave, I want you to think, do I want to cement that as a learning experience and capitalize on it? Or do I just want to paddle in and call it a day? This is a bit of a short episode this week, but it's super important. This is one of the, if you want to keep progressing and progress at a faster rate, this is something you need to do and force yourself to go back out, but motivate yourself that it's not work. Motivate it that it's fun and that you realize what you're, what you're about to achieve or what you're about to do and how that helps your surfing. So I want to give you an example. I want to walk through this with something. If you scroll down to the show notes for this episode, there'll be a link to the full guide of this. At the very bottom, where I've got the write-up for this article and this guide, this podcast, there's the section about hitting the closeout section. There's a small gif of a surfer. I'm going to walk through this, I'm going to break it down and make sure that you understand how you can implement this into your surfing. So to give you an idea of this, you can use this for anything. It doesn't matter. It can be nose riding, the pop-up, bottom turns, top turns, really doesn't matter. A good example, as I said before, is just hitting the closeout section or the oncoming whitewash. This is something you can do if you're riding a foamy, something if you're doing longboarding, shortboarding, doesn't matter what you're riding. This is a really simple thing that a lot of surfers don't do. A lot of surfers, they're riding down on the wave, they're racing down the shoulder, they're fighting to go into the future of a wave looking for a perfect section. They see a closeout section and they kick out. I've also linked a full guide about this. I did one maybe a couple months ago. So you can have the full write-up there. That'll be in the show notes as well. But it doesn't matter because this is a simple, easy fix where you can start getting people to start feeling something. And for a lot of people, they haven't felt hitting a closeout section because they're too busy kicking out, which if you think about it, just hit the closeout section and you're going to experience something. You're going to have some fun. You've only got to paddle like an extra five meters. It's pretty mad not to try and do it because if you fail, like not much is going to happen. It's just, yeah, I mean, it's a lot of the time it's on smaller waves. Maybe if it's bigger and more critical waves, I can see a bit more justification for not wanting to hit it. You don't want to eat it. But for most cases, you know, shoulder height below a lot of the typical beach break waves that a lot of people surf, just hit it. 
just go for it, try. So the way to do this is it's just a simple maneuver of trying to extend up as you're coming along the wave and you can see it extending and it's going to start closing out or you've got this oncoming section of whitewash coming towards you and you're coming towards it, you can see there's an end to the wave. And as you see that end of the wave, you know it's coming, so you can start trying to work on the timing. There's one thing you can work. The next thing is, once you can try and get the timing, you've then just got to extend and lift yourself up to the top of the wave. This is a very gentle, easy maneuver to do. Then the next part is you're just, this is a really basic, not very exciting turn, but for a lot of people, they haven't done it before. You're just presenting the underside of your board. So as you lift up and extend, you're just putting weight onto the back of your heels and doing a slight twist so that the underside of your board, you're on your inside, outside rail, your inside rail comes up and then the foam hits the bottom of your board. That foam then pushes you back down to the beach. So for a lot of people, I would want you just to try that because you can try it again and there's so many different things. You can go, I can work on my compression extension. I can work on the twist and the foam is going to help you push you back to the beach. It's a really simple maneuver. And it's just like, if you did that once, that is so repeatable because you can go back out and you can find another closeout section. Point to me at what beach you don't have a closeout section. You can find one on the inside. There's so many different ways to do it. And it's just like, if you've never done that style of surfing, go out, try it. Don't settle for one, one, one wave, one turn, go out, do it again. You can do it on a foamy, you can do it on a longboard, you can do it on a shortboard. So as I said in the show notes before, you'll find the full guide with the GIF of a surfer doing this. The first time I put that GIF out, a couple of people were like, oh, this is a more advanced surfer than me. And he is just doing what I explained. It's a very gentle bottom turn, extending up to the top. Even if you're stuck mid-face, you can still just get up to the top of the wave, extend up there, and present that inside rail up so the foam just pushes it back. That's all he's doing, and he's twisting and timing and moving it well. If you want to see this, you can also go to the Instagram for Ombi. If you search Ombi Surf, it'll be in the carousel for this episode. If you swipe across, I'll make sure that I include the GIF there. It's not overly complicated. I don't want you to think that you can't go out and try that. And then if you start doing it, just keep doing it again and again till you start learning that, hey, there's this whole new section I've never been hitting and I can really easily, lazily hit it. And that's going to be fun if you've never done it before. If you're more of an advanced surfer, then supply that idea to doing something different in your surfing. If it's nose riding, if it's just pulling into closeouts, there's something I want to bring up about closeouts probably in about two, three episodes, I'll bring that out. But there's so many different ways you can do that. So I want you to think that if you've done something good, ask yourself, was that good enough to paddle in on? Or do you want to go back out and work on that again and again? I want you to introduce this as a pattern interrupter. interrupter. So in summary, do something good, don't paddle in on it. Don't settle for that wave being good enough and saying, I had two hours out there and I got one really good wave. If you have a bad surf, you have a bad surf. That's fine. But if you've done something good, capitalize on it. Go back, do it again, feel it out. Just keep doing it for as long as you can, but don't get stressed. It's about understanding that it's a learning experience. 
and not just settling in. If you sit out there and try and say one more wave, but you never get a good wave, just go out and have fun. Just do something or try not to get stressed about it. It's fine to fail. And when you start failing, you can learn. And then you can start asking yourself, what went wrong? What didn't I do? As I said before, this was a short episode, but it's super important. I don't want you to forget about this. Try and implement it in your surfing. As always, you can let me know. You can head to the Ombi website, ombi.co, and you can hit right from the header for the in-depth surfing podcast. There's a contact button there that you can get in touch. You can give episode submissions. Tell me what you like, what you don't. I'd love to know. As always, I'd love to know if you're going to implement this so you can get in touch through there or info at ombi.co. If you've been enjoying this and finding this helpful for your surfing, I'd really appreciate a review. Wherever you're listening to them, doesn't matter. Let me know how you're enjoying it. We have our Ombi Method PDF. It's our whole collection of our surf coaching wrapped up into one little document. It's actually quite big. It'll give you all the fundamentals of surfing, moving, the science. There's a lot to break down. So that will be in the show notes as every week. And then next week, I'm going to be talking about surf skating. It's very exciting for me. I spent a lot of time surf skating. I'd love to pass on some of that knowledge now because I've been feeling like I've been saying I'm going to bring out surf skating stuff for about six months and I just get wrapped up in other stuff. So I've called enough wasting of time and to get into surf skating. So I will be out this week filming some surf skating so that I can use some visual demonstrations for next week. I'll be hitting a local bowl here, which is an indoor bowl. It's really exciting. It's about six to eight feet in most sections. So it's quite a good bowl. And then they have like an insane 20 foot half pipe, which yeah, that's, that's interesting. I haven't really figured that thing out. It's huge. But anyways, I will save that for next week. See you then.